Across the world, new threats emerge. Man-apes prowl the forests of North America. Giant cephalopods entwine ships in the Pacific. Man-eating crocodiles gnash unsuspecting swimmers in Australia. But one bureau has you covered with the latest on monstrous shenanigans in your backyard. Tune in, gentle listeners, for breaking news fresh from the teletype. Listen closely, for your lives may depend on it. Turn up the volume. It's time for... The Monster Report! Dateline, March 26th in the year 2022. Good day, gentle listeners. We have breaking news from Australia about a dogman stalking a kayaker in the outback. As reported from our affiliate, The Sun, and reporter Katie Davis. A fisherman insists a dogman, or half-man, half-canid, stalked him from the brush alongside a river in the outback. John has asked to keep his last name confidential. He claims the monster watched as he fished from his kayak. When spotted, the beast concealed itself behind thick, high brush and leered at him from shore. John said the monster was at least two meters, that's six and a half feet in the U.S., tall, with black fur, pointed ears like a German shepherd, and a deep growl. Finally, as fear began to overtake him, and he heard the creature moving in the brush, John paddled with all of his might to escape. The creature kept pace with each stroke of the paddle, the dogman gave up after the fisherman paddled from a tributary into the main branch of the river. The beast seemed uneasy, following John into the stronger current. In all, the encounter lasted 10 minutes. The fisherman took a series of pictures as the hybrid canid followed him from the riverbank. These images could not be independently validated by the monster report at the time of broadcast. They do indicate the beast has similar features to a popular dogman description. Dogmen are commonly associated with the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. More witnesses have spotted these creatures outside their traditional territory. The Beast of Bray Road from Elkhorn, Wisconsin is the most famous dogman. Let's get the latest field report on this dastardly monstrosity. This study, compiled after years of research, focuses on the common dogmen of the Great Lakes. The monster report will take the new Australian sighting information into account along with werewolves, a common misidentification. For one, dogmen superficially resemble werewolves, but there are clear differences between these monsters. Dogmen do not pass on a curse, do not have a vulnerability to silver, and do not regenerate at rapid speed and they can appear in canid form night and day. Let's take a deeper look into these beasts' physiology, habitat, and hunting behaviors. Dogmen are hybrids of humans and canines. Because of this fusion, they have a unique blend of the best possible traits of the two species. Researchers have found their most advantageous features to be enhanced running speed, which tops out at 45 miles per hour, their tracking ability that outclasses a bloodhound, and vision that lets them see clearly on pitch-black nights. 
The Australian encounter provides a new question for researchers, however. Is there a new species? The Aussie dogmen had black fur, which is not found in North America. The most common colors are brown and gray, which poses this question. Is the Australian sighting a mutation? Now, for its habitat, dogmen can be found in any part of the United States and Canada, but they prefer farm areas with access to a forest. Many witnesses have reported these creatures in Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and especially Michigan, ideal environments for a predator. They tend to stick to temperate regions with access to fresh water and game. And while their favorite food is deer, cattle, sheep, and goats are all highly sought prey. This seems like the Australian subject. It stalked the kayaker in the countryside by fresh water and with dense brush. There's also kangaroo and sheep branching nearby. Their North American counterparts also tend to stay close to farms, especially in winter. Livestock are easier prey to capture when confined to a barn or fence. Barns also provide a warmer place to sleep, although the animals may not accept a predator in their midst. It's more likely to find an abandoned farm or its den or to burrow into the ground like a wolf or coyote. As mentioned earlier, dogmen have tracking abilities similar to bloodhounds. They have larger snouts than scent hounds, so their tracking abilities are more robust. Scientists believe they can track down to one particle per billion. That's as keen as a great white shark. Dogmen are also more intelligent than a dog, though not to the level of a human. When they chase prey, dogmen can make rudimentary traps, although they are far more likely to give in to their instincts and physical prowess than try to outwit a goat. And when it comes to hunting, these monsters prefer to hunt alone. Unlike other canids, pack hunting isn't something they do. A mating pair will likely hunt together for their pups. A small group of dogmen may hunt a herd of cattle to make it easier to kill the larger livestock. But this is likely juveniles learning from their parents. When the pups reach sexual maturity, their mother or father will chase them away. These monsters can be antagonistic to one another. Now, what can you do if you encounter a dogman in the wild? In most cases, these monsters will run away if they feel threatened. They don't go out of their way to harm humans, unlike werewolves. Making loud sounds or firing a gun into the air should do the trick. And if you have farm animals, then it could continue to come back. Locking cattle and other livestock away at night should protect them from a dogman. If there's plenty of deer in the area, the creature will hunt those and leave your livestock alone. And as for your pets, dogmen don't tend to eat, well, dogs. Cats, on the other hand, that's a different situation. Hold on, hold on. We just received a real-life story from the Postal Service. A reader from Michigan has written us about an encounter in Menominee County located in the Upper Peninsula. Daniel and his dog, Pete, were hiking in Escabana River State Park in September 2021 when the encounter happened. He says, Pete and I had been out all day, canoeing, fishing, just goofing off in the forest in North Lake area. It was getting dark, so my pooch and I headed back to our campsite. 
When we walked down a wide dirt trail, and it was about as wide as my SUV, and something big and brown ran right in front of us, I could hear this rapid thumping sound running towards us, and then it crossed right in front of us. Pete started crazy barking, and he was hopping up and down, pulling on his leash to get after it. I pulled hard on it to control him, and I'm glad it was a greyhound collar because he would have slipped loose. Pete's a pit bull Doberman mix, so he's not a tiny dog, and I struggled to hold on to him. In the forest to the side, this monster growled and kept rustling the leaves. I don't know if it wanted to scare us away or it was protecting its territory. I could see a big dog head just come through the leaves and lunged at us a bit. It was brown and shaggy, maybe seven feet high. But it didn't try to fight. Pete was still in full bonkers mode, barking, tugging, and twisting to attack it. The monster just roared at us. It sounded like you crossed a dog bark with a lion. And then it turned away, and it was gone in a few seconds. I could see the leaves and trees swaying as it ran through the forest with that loud thumping sound. And then it was gone. It took Pete ten minutes to calm down after that, and I thought there might be some tracks in the dirt. And there were some imprints, but it didn't look like anything I'd seen before. When I got back to camp, I just threw everything in the back of my SUV and got out of there. My tent and gear all crammed into a mess in the back, and I don't think I'm leaving the city anytime soon after this. Thanks for writing in, Daniel, and thanks to you for tuning in to the latest Monster Report. You can catch the next edition in two weeks. Mermaid sightings have increased recently, and our intrepid reporters and researchers are on the case. Check out links to references in the show notes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast if you like it. Also, check out the Ghostly Activities podcast if you like ghost stories. You can find it on all your major podcast players. Special thanks to Sandy Huff, Melissa Becker, Kim Douthit, June Nixon, Wendy Schindler, and Mike Morn for feedback on the opening title. Until our next Dateline report, take care and be on the lookout for monsters.